The following podcast is a mass media production. Hi, I'm Josh Galindo. And I'm Crystal Galindo. Welcome to the Going Galindo Rugrats and Renovations podcast. A lifestyle podcast where we will offer our experience and expertise in building real, lasting wealth through renovating and flipping homes. And the chaos that comes with balancing a family of six, leaving nothing unsaid. Follow our wild ride we call life and apply our lessons to your own journey. Welcome to Going Galindo Rugrats and Renovations Podcast Season 3. Yeah, what are we going to talk about today, babe? We're going to talk about how to get started. Mm -hmm. What does that entail? Mindset, eliminating any excuses, and uh, finding an investor, finding the deal, being prepared for when you do find the deal, and knowing how to talk to the investor the right way so that you're taken seriously when you go to talk to the investor, and how to sell it. Okay, let's get into it. All right, we all know adulting is hard. You know what shouldn't be hard? Buying a house. Robert Coomer has helped us and our friends buy and refinance houses for the past 15 years. Every time we work with him, we know we're getting the best service possible and that the person on the other end of that phone call has a smile on their face. And that leaves a smile on ours. Call Robert Coomer. He does all the heavy lifting for you so you can worry about more important things like what kind of wine pairs with your leftover pizza. But seriously, give him and his team a call at 702-850-2000. You won't regret it. Okay, so everybody's always asking, how do I get started? Yes. Okay, I'm watching all this shit on social media. Real estate's the new buzz. How do I become that millionaire that that has passive cash flow, Mm -hmm. that that gets to do what they want, which is all bullshit because you don't ever. Um, but, uh, everybody wants to know, how do I get the passive cash flow? How do I set myself up for retirement? How do I build wealth? How do I start? It's easy to describe as a successful person, all of the accomplishments that I have or that we've accomplished in our life or all of our real estate holdings or just, just kind of going on a bragging sesh. But what I think people are actually asking for is how do they start? Yeah, that's the hardest part. It's the hardest part. If they had all of the assets, all of the cash flow, all of the real estate, they wouldn't be watching us necessarily. They would be already started. They'd already be started. They're not going to learn anything from us. They might, but probably not a substantial amount. So I think what's important is to talk about what is the first step. Yeah. So let's paint the picture of what somebody believes being started looks like. Okay. 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 So I hear them go... I want a $5 million line of credit or mm-hmm. access to $5 million in funds. I need a painter. I need a tile guy. I need an electrical guy. I need a plumbing guy. I need a landscaper. I need a cabinet guy. I need a granite guy. And I need uh, you know, access to suppliers for material. Mm-hmm. So, boy, is that a perfect picture. Right. Now they can start. Yes. Okay. So what I would start with is if you're listening and you think in your mind that you need a $5 million line of credit or access to that kind of funds, start with this. You now have it. My name is Josh Galindo. (laughs) Crystal and I own Galindo Group Real Estate. Yes. We have access to $5 million, Mm -hmm. and I will invest in anybody that's listening to this that has tenacity, Mm -hmm. willingness to learn, and a deal. Yeah. Okay, so mark that one off your list. Check. Handled. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So how do you get there? Okay. You got the money part handled. So not right. everybody can stop worrying about where do I get the money? The money is the, probably the easiest part. 
the hardest part is first getting your mindset right. You have to have the right mindset. Have to have the right mindset. Yes. Everybody's heard about the tick in the jar, right? No. Stick... Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no? No? I, Chris? No. Fuck! Nobody's heard about the tick in the jar? No. Okay. So if you put a tick in a jar, right, a mason jar. <laughs> okay. And you screw the lid on, the ticks will jump, 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 right? Okay. You unscrew the lid off the, off the mason jar. The tick will literally jump the same height that it had been programmed to jump when it was hitting the top of the jar lid. Oh, okay. That is, that is a reflection of how almost everybody was raised. Yeah. You know, if mom or dad only made fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year each, um, so call it a hundred thousand dollar a year household. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what has been programmed into the children to go and reproduce a hundred thousand dollar a year household. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously there's no limits in the world. Right. Or there wouldn't be Bill Gates. There wouldn't be um, Zuckerberg. There wouldn't be Elon Musk. If there were limits, those types of people wouldn't exist. Right. So there's unlimited limits. The only limit, and even I have to break through consistently to push myself to a higher level. The only limit that's out there is what you put on yourself. So that tick believes that that, that that's the, the maximum height that they can jump. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It's actually real. This isn't just a saying. They actually do that. The ticks really just jump that high? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So when I say mindset, you have to believe in your core. That you're better than a tick. <laughs> that you're substantially better than a tick. But you have to believe that your, your cap is more than what you believe it is. You know, sky's the <laughs> limit. Yes. I can make as much money as I as I put out there, as much money as I desire. And not cheesy, because just saying it is one thing. You have to truly believe it yeah. and almost see it. It's all, The best word I think I found for it is <clears throat> that you've made a choice. You've chosen to make more money. Because believing it is very difficult because you have to reprogram your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Just consciously saying it isn't reprogramming your subconscious because your subconscious will always counter... Um, your conscious mind. Right. You know, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. Your subconscious really knows you're probably not going to be. Right. And that will always outpower the conscious mind. So... Is it kind of like when you're driving to your job for 20 years and then you change your job and then you get up, you're driving to work and you accidentally drive to your old job because your just subconscious mind's taking you there? You have to consciously think to drive to your new job. There you go. You have to consciously think to change your mind. Yes. Okay. So choose to make more money. So wake up that day and go, I'm going to choose today to make more money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose today to make more money. Mm-hmm. What does that money look like? And what I do is I will actually build a visual in my mind, which, I, which is why I believe having a photographic memory is so powerful and so beneficial, which I know is what I've got, because I can literally describe in my mind a perfect picture. When I say picture, I mean like a true visual, and then I could vocally describe it out loud mm-hmm. on what it looks like for me making more money. Or for me accomplishing whatever task I've put in front of me. Yes. I could, that's, that, is, that is what my mind does. And I think what that does is it, it, is it paints the picture of a reality. Mm-hmm. And so now I can see myself actually doing and accomplishing the thing that I've set out to do. Mm-hmm. And by being able to see that, I've now built a roadmap for myself. So very important to get your mindset right. Okay. So 
We now have mindset. You got to work on that. Yeah, that's okay. very, very important. Mindset is so important. Mindset is easy because there's so much access to information in this day and age. Mm -hmm. You can just go on TikTok. And if you're just watching mind-numbing stuff, that's not helping your mind. Right. That's not helping your mindset. Okay. If you're on YouTube watching mind-numbing things, that's not helping you. All you got to type in is how to improve my mindset, how to think bigger, Mm -hmm. steps to accomplishing everything I've ever wanted. You just type that into Google and there's such a, an abundance of information that you could tap into to make yourself better that that will get your mindset right. Okay. Yes. So mindset's number one. Once your mindset's right, you got to be able to find the deal. Yeah, that's very important. What I always say, and I'm <laughs> going to say this to the room, if any one of you walked in here and said, Hey, this guy just rolled up with a Rolls Royce and said he'll sell it to me for $60,000. How fast do you think? And it's worth three hundred. dollars Sell it tomorrow for three hundred, dollars And I think that'd be a deal, so we'd really be able to fire sale and get out of it quickly. How fast do you think the room could find sixty grand? Fast. Because you know it's a deal. It's a deal. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd go to the bank and do a cash advance on my credit card if I didn't have the cash. I'd go knock on Busy Boots' door and go, I need the, 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 the owner's phone number. Yeah. Or I'd go to every one of the mechanics and go, hey, do you guys have $500? I'd run down to Salvation Army and start asking the cashier over there, do you have $500? I would find the money so fast because the outcome is so predictable and guaranteed because you know it's an obvious good deal that we can gather as much money as we absolutely need to be able to put together the $60,000 to buy the Rolls Royce. Yes. So if the deal is good enough, the money will always come. Right. If the deal's good enough, the money will always come. It's easy to get the money. That's the problem. You're like, well, you know, I just can't get anybody to buy any of my deals. Then it's not a good deal. There you go. I was going <laughs> to say, well, what's the problem? The problem is probably that it's not a good deal. Okay? So you've got to be able to identify the deal. How do you identify the deal? Because they're going to ask that question too. Deals are identified by discrepancy. Discrepancy means if it's selling for one thing and the deal costs another thing, there's a difference there, uh-huh. a discrepancy. Right. Okay. It could go either way. If things are selling for three hundred, you bring me a deal that's worth uh, that you're, that's asking four hundred. That's a discrepancy. It's just in the wrong direction. Yeah. Okay. If it's selling for three hundred, you need to find me a deal that, that you need to find me something to buy at two hundred. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is deals apply everywhere. It could be laptops. Could be iPhones. Right. Anything. Could be cars. Could be watches. Could be glasses. Could be shoes. There's a market for everything. Mm -hmm. The way that you find money in the world is with a discrepancy, meaning that you bought it for less than what you could sell it for. I know it sounds stupid and simple, but that's the first step. Mm -hmm. So anybody listening, if their true passion is to go and generate, you know, big wealth, yeah. you have to be able to find things for less than what they sell for. Ah, this sounds impossible. Sounds impossible. Well, how the fuck do you think Walmart stays in business? <laughs> <laughs> They've sure mastered it. How do you think Target stays in business? They've sure mastered it. How do you think the they, car they dealerships figured it out? Right. They've mastered it. Mm -hmm. They are experts in buying cars for less than what they can sell them for. That is the key to our success. Yeah. I am an expert in finding property for less than what I can ultimately sell it for. Yes. Okay, so once you have the deal, so you yes. got to have mindset, and then you got to have the deal. Here's where I think it's really important to become educated. Education is key, and education is key 
for many reasons. When you go to bring a deal to an investor, Mm -hmm. if you call him and you haven't educated yourself on the topic that's at hand and he's an expert at the topic at hand, he's going to see all of the holes in your game. And he likely won't take you seriously right from right. the gate. Right. You might have the $60,000 Rolls Royce, but if you walk in and go, I have a $60,000 Poles Poise <laughs> outside, the whole room would look at you and go, what the fuck is a Poles Poise? Yeah. And then the expert, the car expert would go, this fucking guy's a moron. <laughs> Does he mean Rolls Royce? Do you get my point? Yeah. And that is how bad it can be when some of these guys call me when they have real estate deals. They, they're, they don't have a clue of what they're talking about. Yeah. So even if they have a deal, immediately it's very difficult for me to take them seriously. So get educated on the industry in which you're working so that you can talk shop with the people that you need to be able to talk shop with so that you're taken seriously by those people. Mm-hmm. So now you've educated yourself so that you could talk shop. You bring the deal to them. And then hopefully what you're able to do is sell whatever your product is that you've secured mm-hmm. for more money than what you've secured it for, and that's your profit. So let's call it 20 grand for easy math. Okay. Okay. So $20,000 you've made. In order for you to get started in the flipping business, you're probably going to need between $100,000 and $200,000. In order to get started in the rental game, you're going to need between $100,000 and $200,000. So if you can find a way to generate $20,000 one time, you now have the formula on how to generate $20,000 10 times. Yes. To get your 200,000. <sighs> to get your 200,000. So don't overcomplicate it. I just gave you the whole formula. Mhm. There should be no questions. Any question that you have or any doubt that you have when listening to this and going, "Well, he didn't answer this question. Well, he didn't answer that. Well, I still have another question." You are what is called analysis paralysis. You will sit in a space and analyze yourself into no decision. (laughs) I'd rather you take the information, go out there and make a decision and be absolutely incredibly wrong and make every mistake you possibly can because mistakes are where you learn lessons. Mm -hmm. The more lessons that you learn, the more successful that you'll be. Could you imagine if you took all this information, went out there and bought a house and didn't really have any issues, fixed it up, went through the renovation super easily, and then sold it, and it was super easy, and you put 50 grand in your pocket, you'd be like, I fucking made 50 grand. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, okay, great. Well, what'd you learn? Did you learn anything? Uh, I learned that I, I made, I, I'm a fucking expert, is what I learned. Oh, no, no, no. You, you didn't learn shit. Just mm-hmm. everything went your way, which is great. And obviously, we prefer that it happens. Yeah. But if the next one that you do doesn't go your way, you're going to be a mess. That's why a lot of the new flippers go, I made 50 grand on this house <laughs> and I lost 30 on the last one. Yeah. But I made 40 on this one and I lost 60 on the last one. And I made 30 on this one and I lost 20. They're a fucking yo-yo. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they're a yo-yo is because there's no predictability or consistency to their model. They're just taking a shot and the universe is either going their way or it's not. There's no skill. There's no skill. Do you know how you know you have a business? You can reproduce the same result over and over and over and over and over again. That's how you know you have a business. And it's not luck. And it's not luck. Yeah. My flipping business has nothing to do with luck. My rental business has nothing to do with luck. My health has nothing to do with luck. Mm -hmm. I wake up and I go to the gym and I put work into it. Everything I do is based on consistent habits. 
All right, guys, let me make sure I give myself a really quick plug here. I just want to take a moment and make sure I'm crystal clear on what Galindo Group Real Estate offers to the Las Vegas public. We have a company called Galindo Buys Houses that buys homes as is, all cash, and can close in as little as seven days with no appraisals, no commissions, and we pay all of the fees associated with the closing. So the number we give you is the number you should walk away with from the closing table. You pick your close date, and if you need to, you can stay up to three weeks after closing, giving you a home and the much-needed cash to make future decisions. Galindo Buys House is a locally-owned company that takes the profits generated here in town and reinvests them locally. We're not that big hedge fund that takes the profits generated here and sends them off to New York and other big cities. I employ people here locally and invest here locally. If you or anyone you know is behind on payments, repairs, or inherited a tenant disaster, don't hesitate to give me a call. We will get you an offer in five minutes or less and close in seven days or less. So please take this number down. It's easy. 820-CASH. Again, it's 702-820-CASH. Talk to you soon. When I say that you need to be educated, when you come bring the deal to me. Yeah. What knowledge are you wanting them to have when they're bringing a deal to you? I just want them to be able to talk shop. And here, here's what I think happens is people just jump over the whole learning curve. Mm-hmm. Like I got a deal, but they never want, you know, it, it, we're living in an age where there's no excuse for stupidity. There's no, you can almost go your whole life without asking a question if you really wanted to. That's not the path of least resistance. So asking a question is obviously pretty easy to do yeah. and I would encourage doing it. But we, but if you really broke it down, you could get every bit of information that you've ever needed or wanted just by, by having an iPhone yeah. and Googling it. Right. So right. just finding the deal and then never, ever indulging and jumping into the industry in which you're talking about, which for us is real estate, not knowing what an assessor's parcel number is, not knowing um, you know, what condition the house is in, um, saying that it needs carpet and paint when really it needs like a full you know, gut. Um, you get educated on the what cost on what you're selling. Yeah. Cause what you're selling is you're selling a piece of property that needs value add so that I can be rewarded for my value add. Well, what is the value add? How much is the renovation cost? What is a real renovation cost? Like if I was getting into the game going, um, I want to start wholesaling houses. Mm-hmm. Well, in order to wholesale a house, you have to know what it's going to cost to fix up a house so that you know how much you can offer the original seller so that you know that you have a spread that you can leave for the future buyer so that he can go and make money, mm-hmm. right? So you might want to ask a painter what it costs per foot to paint a house. So just getting a general knowledge is what you think that they should know. And, and I'm only talking about construction-related right. items. You know, you might want to know what it costs to replaster a pool. You might want to know what it, you might want to know what escrow means. You might want to know what EMD means. Mm-hmm. You might want to know that, um, you know, that, that the title may not be perfect and I may not be able to close in three days, but yet you're going to demand that I close in three days. You know, call a title officer and say, hey, listen, I, I could see myself doing it. Uh, I use Courtney Duke with Chicago Title. Courtney, it's, my name is Josh Galindo. I'm new in real estate. Yeah. And the best thing that I love to do is I always come from a place of vulnerability because I don't believe humans at their core are mean people. Right. But if you come at them with this level of arrogance, then they're going to fire back with this guy thinks he knows what he's talking about or he knows what he's talking about, but I'm not here to help. So how do you be vulnerable without feeling like you're looking dumb? Because that's what everybody's afraid of. I don't believe in looking dumb. 
great fucking question, though. I don't believe in looking dumb. Mm-hmm. Looking dumb is where you try to act like you know what you're talking about and you don't. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> looking dumb is acting like you know what you're talking about, but you don't. And then this person who knows what they're talking about looks at you and goes, you look dumb. Yeah. Okay. Coming from a place of vulnerability goes, I'm new at this. I don't know anything. And if you really want to get some good information out of them, give them a compliment. My understanding is that you are an expert in this field. Mm -hmm. Would you be so kind and give me five minutes of your time? I'll literally start the timer and let me fire off as many questions as I possibly can so that I can become educated and so that I can become smart like you. Wouldn't that make you feel good? Like, who would be mean to that? Who would be mean who to would that? Reject you know, that? I don't got no fucking time for you. I'm hanging up. <laughs> okay? We could play that role for a second. And they just look like an asshole. Hey, the name's Josh Galindo. Listen, I need to open up title and uh, so that the buyer can get in uh, their close of escrow um, before we close. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> I'd be like, this fucking schmo has no clue what he's talking about. Okay? Round two. Hey, my name is Josh Galindo. Listen, I just got my real estate license six months ago. I've been working with, uh, um, with distressed sellers trying to find property. Um, I was referred to you by uh, so-and-so. It's my understanding that you're really the expert in this field. And by being the expert, I would love if you'd have five minutes, maybe not now or later, but if you have five minutes now, and when I say five minutes, I'll literally start my timer. Would you be so kind and just educate me so that I don't sound like a fucking moron? Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound stupid when I'm out there in the field. So what's like when someone calls you and they're trying to sell you a deal, because I've heard these conversations before and I don't have them all the time. And even I can pick up when it's somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. But what would you say is like a red flag that they have no clue and that you probably just will hang up the phone call? Because the, the, it's, a great question. And I have the exact red flag that I always identify. Okay. And, and I don't know if this you guy. You set it up every time. Well, I could. <laughs> I could easily set it up. But I don't know if YouTube's out there promoting this question okay. because they all ask the same question. Okay. I know when someone's an amateur when they call me and they go, hi, my name is so-and-so from so-and-so. I'm acquiring properties out here. And that's all normal and fine. I have no yeah. issue with any of that. And they go, what are you buying? What is your buy box? Oh, they're asking you like what type of house or yeah. what does that mean? Great question. <laughs> See, good job. <laughs> These are all good questions. Um, what is your buy box? Meaning like what, what kind of properties do you buy? What kind of price point do you buy in? What kind of returns do you look for? What are your ARVs? I feel like that's not helping you at all. That's that, just, that, they're just I'm trying like, to get into your business and... Well, one, maybe I don't want to disclose all that stuff. Right. Which that's I don't. That's what I'm saying. They're just trying to get into your business. But the second thing is it's like, okay, here's what I'm looking for. Because you asked the question, right? I'm looking for a home that has 100% return on investment, <laughs> that needs nothing in renovation. I want the seller to be able to close in a day, and I want a predictable buyer when I go to sell it. Like, do you see what a stupid question well, that is? Well, it sounds like a waste of time. Like, if you have a deal, you have a deal. It right. doesn't matter what box you're buying in. And if you're calling a true investor, which what they should be doing is they should be um, qualifying the investor they're talking to. Yeah. Instead of asking that question, they should go, hey, I got 123 Main Street. Um, I have it tied up for 150 I'll sell it to you for $170. Um, I think it's worth 240 Is that something you're interested in? I'd be like, wow, that guy was efficient. Jeez, yeah, was I, w- I would also say that too because what if you had a higher return? Like some of the flippers have a higher return that they're trying to shoot for 
versus you. But if it's less than your return, are they going to be like, okay, bye? Exactly. They're not going to try yeah. to sell you You're on it? You're asking like, a question with, with a guaranteed answer of <laughs> being shot down. The question is 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 an unproductive question. So to quickly answer the question that you asked, what is my biggest pet peeve? When somebody calls me and asks me exactly what I'm looking for, it's like, dude, are you a miracle worker? No. And you know what? I'm not rattling that off to to you anyway. I'm a buyer based on my personal. You tell me what you have to sell. Analysis skills. Yeah. And what do you have to sell? I'll tell you if I'm a buyer or not. And if I, or I'll tell you the price that that I can pay for it. That's it. Yeah. You know, like I know what I'm doing. I know my business. Right. You just send me the deal and I'll tell you if I can buy it or not. I don't need to go into all my personal details on how I analyze my deals. But literally that question, uh, it's so all the time. don't ask that question. I don't think there's any value in asking the question. Yeah, I don't understand. Like what if you only sold black pens and you called somebody and they're like, well, I want purple ink, but you got this black pen for really cheap. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't you're even gonna go be like, there. okay, bye. Like, yeah. what, that was a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, so um, that's a pet peeve of mine. Okay, so say someone can't find an investor and say they found a deal, can they call you? Of course, they can call me. Of course, what uh, what you'll I buy tried, ideas from anybody, right? No, I'll buy uh, to, back to what we were just talking about. Our point is 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 I'll buy I'll buy anything. Yeah, there, there's no. There's no buy box. There's no buy box. You know, I have a buy box. It's between, yeah, you know, I don't buy anything over a million bucks. It's not a buy box that they're referring to. No, yeah. Like, I pretty much buy anything between 30000 and a million one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, if you have anything like that out there and your struggle is or your excuse on why you're not going out there and finding the deal, because what I'm really saying here by saying what I'm about to say is I'm stripping you of your ability to create an excuse. If you're telling me that you don't have money, and that's why you're not out there looking for deals, then that excuse has now been erased. Right. My name is Joshua Galindo. I'm going to repeat it again. Galindo Group Real Estate. <laughs> I have money. Mm-hmm. My phone number is 702-300-8484. Send me a text message with your deal. Your money problem is now over. I was going to say, you don't always answer the phone call, but you will see a text message. Yes. That is the best form of communication. Absolutely. <laughs> and if it's a really great deal, keep sending me lots of text yes. messages and keep on calling. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot me that. Shoot me a text. And, and, and But if you don't have the education or the mindset or the tenacity, or the deal, then don't text him. Yeah, don't do that. Because <laughs> then he'll just block your phone number. Well, it's a waste of time. It's not use, It's not beneficial for anything. The biggest thing that I know for people that are busy, that are running businesses, is the most valuable thing that they have. I know you hear it all the time, is time. time. So someone that's just picking my brain so yeah. that he can finally get out there and figure out what to buy, or he doesn't have anything... That, that's well, fine. Well, not that you're not willing to help because you are willing to help, but you got to remember if they're reaching out to you, if you're reaching out to him, you got to add some sort of value. You've got to be, you got to bring value with it. Mm-hmm. And if we have platforms, this is one of them on how yes. we're helping. So if, if anything, I would encourage you to go back through and listen to seasons one and two and listen to all the episodes. Yes. So yeah, that'll help. Hey guys, it's not too late to be a sponsor of the show. If you're interested in getting your business in front of our listeners, please send us a direct message on our Going Galindo social channels. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and share our podcast. You can also connect with us on social media or at galindogrouprealestate.com. Until next time, thanks again for listening.